I have tapes and they are hot, all quite ting ting, it's the start of the pod. My team's good and yours is not quite down ting ting, it's the start of Coming to you in a pre-recorded fashion from the League Podcast Studio in Columbus, Ohio, I am Diesel and this is Don't Fear the Keeper. Joining me today, uh, straight out of work, uh, really just, uh, you know, a hard work and it just uh, broke his back here for, for this family. The uh, commission is with me and to my right, the bearded boy himself, uh, Matt is with me as well. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. How's it going, John? Always a pleasure when I get to see you, Charlie. Um, do, you, do you have thoughts? You looked like you had a thought there. Well, I was going to say, um, as is per usual, when I came upstairs to do this, I announced to my family that I was <laughs> going to go upstairs and record a podcast and received immediate feedback that I need to stop yelling when I, when I do this. <clears throat> so you're, you may notice, if I'm a little quieter, I'm making a concerted effort to talk at a indoor volume into the microphone. You're not just like whispering sweet nothings into the listener's ears? Yeah. I'm trying to talk at a, as my uh, mom so so called it, uh, talk at a human volume. So, (laughs) As John's roommate, I can attest to the fact that his podcast voice is very similar to his drunk voice. Ah. And that... Which is normal, but like three decibels louder. Yes. (laughs) The pitch... Pitch stays the same. It's just volume. <laughs> it's volume. It's, I've been yelled at um, more times than I care to remember for yelling in a bar full of other loud people. But like I was singled out as the one who was being particularly loud, which just stings. You know, no real way around that. You know what, John? Next time that I'm in Columbus, we'll go to a bar. We'll, we'll sit right in front of the live band speaker. <laughs> we, can, we can talk as loud as we want together. No, then the, the singer will just come up and be like, hey, could you guys uh, shut the fuck up? You're kind of taken away from the atmosphere here. Um, but yes, uh, enough about our, our radio voices. Uh, so what we're going to do here today, uh, we had a little idea. In the Olympic spirit, uh, we thought we would do uh, a, little, a little Mount Rushmore of Olympic events. So to set some ground rules, it is not sports. So like gymnastics or track and field are not their own like picks. You have to go down to the specific events. So like the hurdles or the um, pommel horse or something like that within those events. And we just clarified this actually. Men's and women's are two separate picks. So you don't get one for picking. You have to specify men's or women's unless obviously it's like something that only women do or only men. Does that cover it? I think that covered the uh, the ground rules we established. So I feel good about them. So everyone's going to pick male gymnastics events. It sounds like yes, yeah. I mean, you, that's what we also that. established. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also the question was asked um, if you were to pick all male events, is it misogynistic or uh, just homosexual, homoerotic, really? Um, and we never really came down on an answer. It kind well, of. I think we kind of settled on that it depends on your reasoning for 
for what? So I said, for example, I use the 100-meter butterfly as my example. If, it's, if you pick men's 100-meter butterfly because the men go faster, that's misogynistic. But if you're like, men's 100-meter butterfly because Caleb Dressel's a man rocket, that's that's gay. So just to further clarify that, Charlie, where do you fall on that line? Yeah, that's true. It's have to wait and see where I pick, when I pick it, for what reason. Ooh. All right. Well, now I'm a little, uh, you know. Hands and needles over here. I thought you were going to say turned on. Well, you know, I, 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 Matt, when you, I record these podcasts with Charlie, I'm always so you're on. never accused of being horny. No. <laughs> I actually start a little earlier to get myself to like a half, three quarter before the podcast starts. <laughs> Anybody that's recorded knows I'm always like five minutes late to getting on the recording session. Well, that's why. That would be. If you do it now, does it constitute as doing it when someone's in the room? Eh. No, this no, is no. We're Jeff. We're 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 in Jeffrey. That was a different question, but we're we're in Jeffrey Toomer ter- territory now. If yeah. uh, if I if I were to start now, yeah. I don't know who that is. He was masturbating on camera. That oh. was the no the CNN guy that was on yeah. a video call jerking off. Got caught yeah. jerking off. Right. Sure. Yeah. That guy. I don't know his name. Okay. Well, he was just jerk off in a Zoom call. Get him for those at home. Charlie's shirt is now off. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a nice little tidbit because I actually don't know if we've ever addressed this, Chuck, but we always have the video on for these calls, but we don't record it. It's more yeah. just for a little uh, little context so that we can really – so that we don't have to ask each other what the other is John, wearing. John, 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 put your pants back on. Uh, I don't know about that, Charlie. Matt and I do things a little different over here, okay? Um. All right. Well, now we got to pick a little, um, a little order, and I never really. There's never a good way to do this because it's never two people, so we can't just do some sort of rock paper scissors type situation. Um, Nor can you flip a coin. No, the coin, the coin fails us there as well. Um, let's. What, what if we let Matt the guest go first, and we'll rock paper scissors for spots two and three? Okay. Or like so whoever wins can pick if they want to go second or third. Wait, actually, Matt, do you want to pick which spot? Yeah, so Matt, you pick which spot you want, then we'll we'll rock paper scissors for the other two spots. I'll I'll go first. I'm not okay. afraid. Okay. So Matt <clears throat> takes one. Charlie, you, you ready? If we're going to delay, this is going to be tough, but all right. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. That was... That was a tie. That was supposed to... Oh, you also... I couldn't see yours. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, let me... Let me <laughs> Let me, let me adjust my mic so I can get my hand in the... Okay, in the that's view. important. Okay. All right. This All right. Great radio. Ready? Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, I, I, I gotcha. I, that's the scissors again. <laughs> you went back to the well. Yeah, I went back to the well. For those of you at home, uh, I picked rock. Charlie picked scissors. Fuck yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll go... I'll go second. Um, so we'll have... Okay. It'll be Matt and then me and then Charlie. Um... And Matt, I mean, I I know you're a, relatively aware of this, but you haven't done one of these with us, but it is a snake-style draft, so you will start, and then we'll go to Charlie, and then Charlie will take us back okay. to you, so it'll uh, snake its way down until we each have four. And then we'll do some honorable mentions at the end. So, with that being said, let's uh, let's kick off the proceedings here. Okay. Matt, what's uh, number one? I am going to go with the men's 400 IM 
or individual medley in swimming. That was a, that was literally my first pick too. <laughs> it is probably the most grueling swimming event there possibly can be, in my opinion. It you don't know who's going to win until the end because someone ultimately always sucks at breaststroke. <laughs> it's a tough. It's a tough stroke. Which which was the opposite for me when I swam, and whenever I swam, I am. It was I suck at everything but breaststroke. <laughs> So there you go. You have I your... looked really bad, in, except for a short portion, and then I lost that ground that I gained. Right. Again in the, free side, so. <laughs> the the uh, the best part about IM is that I think we need more of that in sports, where it's like, all right, like everybody do every part of the sport right now in a race, <laughs> like at the same time. Like yeah. the, the closest equivalent is like punt, pass, and kicks in like, foot, in like football. But like those stop being competitive at like the age of like 13 or whatever, like, you know. But uh, the reason that I like the 400 IM is because there's enough length in each stroke too, where if you really stink at one of them, like it's going to show how bad you stink at that one yeah. Yeah. stroke. It will divide the course pretty, pretty Also, the event, it's almost like – a game you'd make up in a pool with your friends. Where it's like, okay, like we'll go down and back, like butterfly, and then we'll do down and back backstroke, and then we'll, it's like, it's like, it's like what? Like, yeah, we're just gonna do all the strokes at one time and see who's be- see who's the best. One right after the other. It's actually kind of like if they did the decathlon, but instead of doing it like one event at a time, like throughout the course of a couple days, they just said, all right, like you start now. And then, like you, it's whoever finishes first. You don't need to yeah. do all of them correctly, but you got to do all of them, and then you finish. Yeah. Um, that is a, a very entertaining one. Also, I mean, there's something really nice about really any swimming event when the winner just like the celebration is just splashing really big. There's something very primal about mm. that. Yes, that's a great. Uh, that's that. That is a definitely a one-one worthy. Worthy event there, yeah, the, the 400 like IM. Um, all right. Well, way to take us out, Matt. Uh, so for my first pick, I'm going to go with um, a curveball that I always enjoy, which is the biathlon, which is a, a winter event in which they have to cross-country ski and then shoot at a target. And before, you, before you continue, John, yeah. I was going to ask if – we were including both summer and winter in this thing. And I looked through the list of winter Olympic events and <laughs> I was like, the summer events are way better and more absurd. So I'm uh, see, biathlons, I- biathlons, a rare exception to that rule where yes. it's, yeah, I will say, yeah, most of mine, I think I have two winters on like my whole list, not even in my like top four, but biathlon is among the most bizarre that you can get, in my opinion, because, I mean, I just really enjoy it. They have all of the athletes hooked up to heart monitors so that when they get down to, like, do their little shot at the target, they can, like, the announcers just get real quiet and they're like, oh, his heart rate's way too fucking high. He's going to miss this. And then yeah. he just whiffs on it and they're like, exactly. He couldn't get it down. He couldn't do it. And then you have to do a penalty lap if you miss the target. Yeah. Can you can you wear a heart monitor for all the important times of your life now? I don't like if, if only I had it. I wouldn't want anyone else to have that information, so that no one else could know that information about me. Um, so that well, I mean, you know, the obvious stuff, but also so that no one could just laugh at me when I like get winded walking up the stairs. Well, we can we can hear that. 
But yes, I just love, it's another one of those sports. And I think there are a lot of examples of this where it's like, I don't know why anyone said not only this should be an Olympic sport, but this should be a sport period. Mm -hmm. So one guy was really good at these two things and just started doing it and dared people to get good at it too. And then somehow it's an Olympic sport now. I guarantee you. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good pick as well. Um, Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Okay. With my first pick, so I I, I wasn't sure what route I was going to go. If I was going to go with like the legit like top dog events, yeah, or if I was going to go with like the ridiculous events, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a combination of <laughs> of the two. So my first pick is I'm going to go with a legit event. I'm going to go with the men's hundred meter dash. Okay, in, that's a good one. in track and field. Um. I think th- I mean the coolest part is that I think any time where like you the event ends and you go it's the new world's fastest man I mean yeah. that's just like pre- that's pretty cool you know um but it, you know I think I think you know by far and away it, it's one of the if not the most popular or watched of the track and field events oh, yeah. um I don't I, I can't think of anything else that's more talked about than the hundred meter dash um. And just like it's, it's cool because it's always like you know, you, you always have a favorite, but it's like could somebody like it's really anybody's game because a bad a bad race by the favorite and you still like you'll get beat by you know. Oh yeah. Um, and the coolest part about any track and field event, I think, is when they break a world record, they go take the picture by the <laughs> the, like the the video yeah. monitor that has like their name and like the time and the new the world record. You know? thing that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I mean it's people forget. Basically, the first ever Olympics back in ancient Greece was just like the hundred meter dash. So, yes, people, that is true. People, so that's you know maybe the OG Olympic sport as well. Is this also the first case we need to discuss if it's because men go faster? Ooh, that's true. Uh, I would say that this is a case where yes, I, the, <laughs> the, the men go faster, which is why I picked the men's over the women's. Right, you're not just in it for the uh, for, for the tight shorts. No, unfortunately not. Um, okay, that's my first pick. That's progressive. Yeah. With my second pick, I'm going with um, the modern pentathlon. Oh, that's that's another good one. So if anybody's not familiar with the modern pentathlon, I have the, uh, the website pulled up here to read you. And it's literally... The title, this is on the Olympic website, and it says, Essence of the Sports, the category. And it says, A Unique Competition Format. And it, I'm, I'm going to read this whole thing because it gets more absurd as you go along. Okay. Competitor, competitors score points in the first three events, which include which decide their starting position for the final laser run event, composed of the shooting and running disciplines. The first athlete over the line wins the gold medal. So the first event is the fencing ranking round. <laughs> and it says athletes compete against all others using the EPE. The competition is a round robin of one minute matches with the most successful athletes winning the most points. The short, quick bouts demand a complete concentration and the adaptability to cope with different opponents. They go from fencing to the second event, which is swimming. Okay. 
It's the 200-meter freestyle event is a test of power and endurance. So they go from fencing to 200-meter free and swimming. Competitors line up in heats according to their fastest times and are awarded points based on their finishing times. After swimming, they go to a fencing bonus round. (laughs) (laughs) The start list for the fencing bonus round is based on the results of the fencing ranking round, which was the first. That was the first event. The format is elimination and bouts last 30 seconds. Shit. Each, each victory achieved by an athlete adds a point to their score from the ranking round. So that's fencing. This is the best event right here. It's the riding event. <laughs> okay. This is the description. Athletes must ride an unfamiliar horse <laughs> over a show jumping course without incurring penalties and within the allotted time. In the standalone sport of equestrian, Riders and horses train together for years. In modern pentathlon, competitors are paired with their horses in a draw just 20 minutes before they compete. (laughs) This challenge is unique in the world of sport and is one of the aspects that gives modern pentathlon special character. I have two questions on this part of the event. One, that's ridiculous. And two, where are they getting the unfamiliar horses from? Like, do they have Olympic stock horses like ready to go that are just like all supposed to be equal? I like to think it's from one of those islands of just roaming yeah. wild horses. <laughs> just, there is a boatload that gets in that morning, and they just yeah. let them loose. So literally, you have to just get on a horse and do a jumping horse. Like, like does the horse know how to jump over? <laughs> Has it gone that far in its training? There's no information about that. One guy's just riding a donkey. Yeah. I really hope that it's also like there's no saddle. They have to just hold on to the horse's like, mane to like position themselves. They're just in dear life. They're just wrapped around yeah, it. Yeah. And then the final event is the laser run. And its competitors are ranked according to their score from the first three disciplines, which are, if you weren't aware, fencing, <laughs> swimming, and horseback riding. With the leader going first. One point equals a one-second advantage. So I'm guessing it's similar to, like, stage of the Tour de France where, like, yeah, you get staggered based on, like, how far ahead you are. Um, in this final combined event, athletes must complete four circuits shooting five targets for a distance of 10 meters within 50 seconds using a laser pistol, and then they run an 800. Jesus. So, so, so they do a round run an 800, and they do that four times. The challenge is to maintain a good speed, then catch your breath to shoot calmly and carefully, as you're talking about, similar to the heart rate monitor yeah. with the sniper. It's just like, so it's the biathlon with a little extra spice to it, yes. is what it sounds like. These it transitions... Sounds a, lot, between- a lot like something that if you threw a beer in between each event, it was something that Drunk Colin came up with at the bar. Yes, that is yeah. true. This is actually something that Drunk Colin may still may yet come up with <laughs> these transitions between rapid motion and complete focused must make for some of the sports most compelling moments and offer the medals are decided and a sprint to the line in the final meters if anybody is wondering the schedule for modern pentathlon is as follows it has not happened yet okay uh, so on thursday they start the individual fencing rounds and then on Friday, 
You have swimming um, for women and uh, fencing and riding for women and the, the and the, the laser runs. That's all in one day. So they do Jesus. they do fe- they do fencing in one day and then everything else the other day. And then the men's um, all their stuff is on Saturday the seventh at starting at two o'clock in the afternoon. So like very much possible to be watched. That actually, see, I like that especially because you could have one guy or, or a girl. Charlie, you didn't specify, but it doesn't really matter in this case. I, I don't think anyone's planning on taking the other modern pentathlon from Charlie. Um, no. You could have one guy be absolutely awful those first three things and bet it all on the end. Yeah. And just say, like, I can fucking get anybody in that laser race. Yeah. <laughs> And that would be incredible. Imagine that. Imagine coming back from last to first in like an hour. Yeah. I mean, that's just. And the reason I picked this because like. Who was sitting. Like, like Matt said. Who was sitting in the room at the bar being like. <laughs> you, know the, you know what the Olympics are missing? This. But also the creativity of they do one fencing and then they're like, all right, the next one is swimming. You're like. I, I feel I like we need we more fencing. Enough. We let's, did let's do another fencing. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I see. I think I, to me, this is not one guy. This is like three guys, and everyone's trying to get in their own thing. They're like, he's like, well, one guy's a big fencing guy, but then the next guy, he he really likes swimming. Then fencing guy really pushes his point, though. Fencing yeah. guy doesn't fucking sit down quietly. And then you got horse guy. No one likes horse guy, but they had to appease him. And then you just keep going around. The, the horse, the, the riding is is the most ridiculous part of the entire <laughs> event. The the unfamiliar horse is the greatest terminology of all time there. <laughs> but can't you just picture it? Like the guy suggests like, all right. And then they have to like ride a horse and everyone rolls their eyes. And he goes like, well, but, but, but. It's an unfamiliar horse, and everyone goes, okay. So you have 20 minutes with the horse beforehand, right? So what would your strategy be to familiarize yourself with this animal? Do you jerk the horse off? That's a good question. I think I think it's one of those where you I think it's one of those where you go in the pen and you're just like gotta look gotta look it in the eye and get its like, you know. Become one with the horse, similar to how like it's it's like uh, avatar. You gotta, gotta become one with the fauna. With the there's your, uh, there's, there's our avatar reference for the, uh, for the pod. That's, that's kind of yeah. nice to get that out of the way so early. So yeah, so that, that, that's gonna round up my second pick of the modern pentathlon. That's a great pick, honestly. I feel a little foolish for biathlon. I'm not gonna lie, because it appears that modern pentathlon just. Has- I picked something way better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it's biathlon, but then like three other weird things also. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess mine just has skis. That is the only thing that it involves. Yeah. If there was a water skiing component, you would have me absolutely dead to rights. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, for my second pick, um, I'm going to go with the uh, the rings and gymnastics. Because that is... Which is a, me- a men's only event, so no need to only. specify. I do need to specify. It is only men's, and it is, I think by far the most impressive thing that happens at the Olympics. Their ability to just fucking support their body weight with their arms completely extended on those motherfucking things is... It's like they're, like, in in between, like, you know, like, all right, let me, like, reset before I do a bunch of weird twists and shit. 
the most impressive thing. Their wrists alone. <laughs> God damn it. Yes. I mean, the, yeah. And Jack, you missed the best part where they'll, they'll go arms horizontal, but then I'll just lay flat. Yes. It's like, it's like, that, it's like I don't think that's physically possible what you just did. <laughs> Well, it's also, like, one of those things where, like, I think a lot of other Olympic events, I could at least, like, or a- any normal person, like, reasonably healthy person. You, you, could, you could use the apparatus, what you're yeah. saying, where, where it's with rings, like, you, not possible. Like, I could get up on the pommel horse and support my body weight for, like, five seconds. The rings, I don't even know that I could, like, sustain the jump up that they use to, like, grab them and, like, hang there for a second ridiculous so that's i mean that by itself is like anytime i go like all right like gymnastics i'm kind of done with this i see the rings and i go like holy shit these guys are on another level this this is another plane of existence athletically like that just can't be genetics or like you just you know were good at gymnastics naturally like that's just got to be entirely strength based no no one's core needs to be that strong no no it's it's unhealthy i have to imagine but yeah so I stand by that. That's a, that's a, it's another one where it's like, how did they come up with this as one of the mm-hmm. things they have to do? You know? I mean, there are a lot of those in gymnastics. Actually, specifically the men's side of gymnastics, where they go like, apparently the other shit was too easy. So they just go like, yeah, imagine two bars and you got to balance on them, but they're two different levels. And we're going to call them the uneven bars. And that's it. You got to just well, the, fucking the, dance the, around. The, 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 the men do the parallel bars. Oh, do they? It's the women that do the uneven the, Only bars? women do the uneven bars. You know, gotta learn your gymnastics. Only the women do the uneven bars. You gotta learn your gymnastics, John. I mean, we have clearly an expert here. I mean, yeah, that's true. I, I don't know why I need to learn. <laughs> also, weird things. It wasn't your choice, but the pummel horse. Just someone just decided I'm gonna straddle my legs across this thing and do tricks over it. Yeah, and it's gonna look like a saddle, but it won't be a saddle. <laughs> um. Yeah, there are a lot. There's a lot there. Um, all right, Matt, uh, you have the turn, so you get two picks in a row here. Okay. Oh, I didn't know I got two. Yes, you get... Uh, yeah, you told me. Yeah, I did. See, this yeah. is why I brought it up. You can edit that out. No, no, I'm gonna actually play that, and I'm gonna up the volume of that one so that no one misses it. All right. So, for my second pick, I am going with men's individual archery. Interesting. Just partially for the fact that it's an event that we relied on for survival yeah. and is now just for fun and entertainment. Yeah. Good point. And it's also one of those things that I feel like any individual person could kind of probably take it up and yeah, get reasonably good at it. I mean, I, if there's an archer out there, feel free to argue that, but Garrison owns a bow. I don't know how good he is at it, but he owns one. Oh, he's coming after me with a bow now? With a bow, yes. That's the issue. <laughs> but it's also just cool to watch, I think. The the arrows, them, like just the slow motion arrows, like how they're shooting across straight through the air, but uh, you watch the slow motion of when they're bending, and like me, it's, they're it's not like, actually they're, 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 like a full, like, they're like a horseshoe of an arrow. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt. very much not straight. They, uh, yeah, they do share that in common with you. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I like that one. I think that's a uh, that's a that's a decent that's a decent pick. Um, 
Okay. Well, uh, what's your uh, what's your, what's your next one? Let's round three. So the next one I went with the women's hammer throw. Cool. If you just want to see large women twirling around and throwing something, it's also just how far can you throw something, which I find kind of yeah. funny. Well, it's also it's it's they don't do it below like you have to be 18 years old to even compete at that event. It is that dangerous to the general spectators because it's. I actually looked this one up as a part of this. It's a nine pound weight that's just on, on a, a chain, essentially. Yeah, it's or on a, wire. a three foot yeah. long wire, and you just spin around as fast as you can and then let it go. It, it's the hammer throw is also by far the most absurd of the throwing events because the other ones are throwing a big spear. Again, someone said that's a survival thing. It like is, we used to throw that, a big yes. spear. Shot put is basically throw big rock. It is or throw or throw rock as far as you can. And discus is throw frisbee essentially yeah. or plate. You know, just yeah, plate. <laughs> the hammer. Th- would you watch with how fast they twirl around? I don't know how they possibly aim where they're throwing that thing at. Like oh, there has to be some level of it. of yeah. guesswork. Like like how on earth are they like okay? And I release it now, and it goes straight <laughs> down the course. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like you don't foul that often. Well, they, no. they don't foul that often when they do it, which is incredible. Because yeah, if that's another one where if any one of us did it, it would go into the net ten times out of ten. Mm-hmm. We would be lucky to send one ten feet out there, and it would like clip the little like metal like upright as it went out, and yeah. it would just. Roll I out. think mine. Yeah, mine would just go backwards. Or I'd end up hitting myself. <laughs> it's it, that is it's the a, risk. They also when they, when they like get started, it looks like, like a video game, like a giant, and everybody goes <laughs> sw- swing some big weapon around. It's like yeah, like. It's, you know. Yeah, it's very much uh, David versus Goliath esque, like where it's <laughs> like that just has to have been what it looked like when he before he tossed the fucking rock. Yeah. Uh, before we go on though, yeah, uh, Chuck, is there anything said by me or John during that archery section that you want to unpack? There, there was something about twisting in the middle of that. I was saying it's like a horseshoe, and I missed what I think the phrase you're talking about. <laughs> was so i don't know what you said that i would want to unpack would you like to reiterate it for for charlie not particularly but uh because because i because i i gave my horseshoe analogy and at the same time john looked at you like and laughed and i was like well matt says something that i didn't hear so i don't know what you said so I don't know what there is to unpack, but there there might be something there. Yeah, a little, I don't know. John, do you think it's anything to unpack? I think it could be something that needs to be unpacked. So I was saying that the arrows, they appear as if they are straight through the air, but they're not actually straight like me. <laughs> Well, I think we all know what that means. Is there, is, there, is there a lot to unpack there? I mean, there's certainly something to unpack there. I mean. I, I also liked that. Did you pick the biathlon? Oh, shit. No, I didn't even think about oh, that. I thought that was why you chose that. No. Yeah. Now, you know, the real reason John graciously scheduled this podcast. There yeah. was a dual purpose. <laughs> 
Matt wanted to make this announcement on the pod. <laughs> so there you go. What's happening? Did I, did I miss something here? No, this is it, it is exactly what you think it is at this point. So what's your next pick? <laughs> Hang on, Charlie's floundering. <laughs> that was the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, essentially. Do you have any clarifying questions to ask for Matt or... I don't think so. This is exactly what we predicted would happen. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No. I'm enjoy- so no clarifying questions. You're just going to just, we can move on if you'd like. I'm just, I'm giving you the opportunity. I don't think I need to ask any clarifying <laughs> questions. Would you like to spell so it just- out for Charlie? Just so that he can feel confident that he's understanding what's happening here. I mean, we we could just. You just want to? Should we blow his mind more? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Well, figured it was time to bring it out there since it was probably going to get out in the open anyways when you're dating your friend's brother. Not you. Don't worry. The gears are turning in Charlie's head right and now. Are, are they turning or are they stuck? <laughs> the uh, I feel sorry for everyone listening at home that can't watch. Yeah, maybe I should have been recording the, the video. Because it is... It is. <laughs> you can get there. Mm-hmm. Dude, well, you th- I'm going to grab another beer. Um, Matt, would you like a beer? <laughs> yeah, grab me one. Yeah, I still don't know what uh, what the reference is here. I'm still. Did he get there? No, I don't. I I don't know where we are. He's I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm gonna get there. Okay. I mean, you can do the mental math. John, what? Just tell. So Matt is uh, seeing Evan. Let's. Oh, <laughs> I, w- I, I would not have gotten there. Uh, where where like, are you going? The the brother thing. I couldn't I couldn't find a brother. You couldn't put the yeah. I couldn't I couldn't get the brother part through. Huh. Well, yeah. c- good. Congratulations. <laughs> There's your news for the uh, yeah. We tried really hard to get a homophobic comment out of you earlier you, you held fast you so did. good job i think it helped tremendously that i talked over the original comment <laughs> <laughs> didn't hurt i would say that, that that was a a major i don't think i would have made a comment anyway no i don't think i think you would have done exactly what you just did which is be flabbergasted for about you know 45 seconds no we were trying to get a comment out of you like the whole time, the whole episode. Yeah, at the beginning, just making a lot of jokes about dudes and like whether it would be gay to pick all men's sports and stuff along those lines. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this was well. S- score score one for the boys back home for me not <laughs> saying anything incriminating there. Yeah, that's 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 a W for old Kamish right there. 
That, that possibly one of my biggest W's of all time. If I'm being <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Also, I don't. I don't have the greatest track record with political correctness or 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 anything. Specific thing, that. actually, with friends coming out and you thinking back and going like, "Did I say anything?" Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm quite positive the first time it happened that I knew I probably said something along the way. <laughs> that being said, now. Almost certain I've probably said something in the past. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, yeah, I'm sure we all have at some point to not just put this solely on your shoulders, Charlie. Also, I'd like to get this out of the way. Two things. One, uh, Charlie's not faking this. Charlie was unaware that this was uh, the underlying point of this podcast. Number two... This was the underlying point of the podcast? Oh, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, this, this was all my idea. John just came up with the Olympic. Yeah, I came up with a good reason to have Matt on. Oh. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm glad the pod is viewed as a medium for, for announcements like that. It seemed the most like our group way to do it. Yeah. I also, yeah, my, my second point was going to be that this was not, I am not attempting to uh, bastardize Matt's announcement. For podcast listens, this yeah. was Matt's idea. <laughs> it also is much less awkward for me to just. Yeah. Now you tell one person it's Charlie. It's quite funny. Yeah. Um, to also to clarify, very few people know. Yes. So it. So that was my follow up. I guess. I guess now, are we going to finish the Mount Rushmore? Or are we just going to talk about this now? Oh no, we're going to finish the Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'm okay. Prepared. So, all right, so, so I guess I was assuming. So John obviously, obviously. Has to have been aware, given that he, yeah, he set up the whole thing. Um, other than the, that, it's uh, a very, a very, very small group, I would presume. Uh, other than John, there's Colin for obvious reasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and Kyle's the only other one. So you're not I assume. Cool, I assume. Well, I assume outside of I assume your family is, is aware. Not yet. Okay. Whoa. It okay. is very new. Um, could. Could send them the podcast. <laughs> be a hell of a way to do it, Dad. I really think you should listen to this Mount Rushmore. There's a chance something else will be said in this that I'd prefer my family not know. Almost it has certainly. nothing to do with me. Yeah, no. I mean, you probably just don't want them. There's a good chance I wouldn't want them hearing it at this rate. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I, I'll clarify there. So, you know, when. Um, I guess when I was flabbergasted, because uh-huh. I didn't want to say, "Are you trying to tell me you're gay?" Because I thought that would be like inappropriate. Well, on the nose, sure. Yeah, I didn't know, so I didn't. I didn't have the words to like phrase a question to have you clarify. <laughs> um, but I think I think as uh, the great episode of Sci-Fi once said. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I, 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 I just didn't want to put you into an uncomfortable situation. As it turns out, your goal, which would you do correctly, was put me in an uncomfortable situation. More or less. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, where my, where, to, to be honest, I mean, John we, we, the video could have been off of that because I, I mean, I had a deadpan expression. I didn't know how my, my, my face was broken. The, uh, I think you being flabbergasted was our most realistic that John and I discussed about the most realistic way we hoped it would go. Yeah. A little bit of us wanted you to hit me with a, Oh, same. <laughs> because 
think about that, Charlie. Even if it's untrue, that's the one way that you immediately take power back in this situation. It's true. Now, I guess I'll say this now. Um, so was the the archery pick was, I guess, to get that whole point out? Was that your goal for that? Because arch, archery is stinks as an Olympic sport. <laughs> yes, I would not have picked it had. Okay. I'm glad. I thought the survival part of it. There was a good spin to get it going, but archery stinks as an Olympic sport. No, no. That, that, there was a reason for it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, Matt had also introduced, that's why I knew that it was coming also. We, we had a plan for this, Charlie. Okay. So it will be said that I guess Matt's uh, Mount Rushmore will be a little bit tainted in terms of the overall uh, results of the vote that will still come out. Don't think that Matt's uh, confirmation of his sexuality is going to prevent however, us from beating Matt. However, however, it could be a big brain move on Matt, where if, when we put the poll out, if you don't vote for Matt's poll, now you're homophobic. That's true. That's fair. You I were mean, a bigot. I, I was not that, the one that, that said that. But. That, that. That may be the biggest brain move ever recorded on the pod right there. This is just you're gonna start like a, a snowball effect where people are just gonna come on and make big like announcements. They may not even be true, uh, but they'll do it to I'm, win. I, I'm pregnant. I'm getting married. I'm entering rehab. All kinds of. Yes. I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. I have terminal illness. <laughs> just to clarify, were any of those true, Charlie? Do you have any of those? No. Okay. No. Well, you're not going to win. You just don't want it. <laughs> I can't get it out the mud. Um, well, I mean, I, at least it is. We're going to have to have Matt back on because that's a one-time. That's a one-shot thing. This is not This is not unlimited ammo. Matt has this one card to play. He played it. We'll see how it goes. But regardless, I mean, we're going to have to have you back on and you know, do this thing fair and square. Yeah, kind of. So I, I guess my last, I guess we, I'll, I'll ask one more question. Then I guess we can, if yeah, we, we, if you want, we can, we can move on to the regularly oh. scheduled programming. However, this want. appears to have been regularly scheduled programming. So by us, at least yes. for two of us. Yes. Um, was I guess now was you're just gonna? So we've we've announced what we've announced here. Um, I assume you're just gonna let this sit that now and just let people find it on their own if they listen to the podcast that's the intent yes so the hope is that what we're going to do is we're going to put some sort of disclaimer in it that's like there's a big surprise in it like don't spoil it no, Try to, you no, know, get uh, it i know I, I, I think you just say i i i think you don't even you don't even mention it because if people will be as equally blindsided as i think as i was that's true that's a good point and that, yeah. I mean, you know, it depends on what reaction you're trying to get. Um, yes. But yeah. Well, the, I think then I'll say it now. Uh, should you be the first person to listen to this or among the first wave, don't spoil it in the group chat. Just drop a quick wow or something like that. Just get get the wheels wow, going. The wow. Wow. Damn. <laughs> any any of the hits that are just that just leave that just leave people on a on a cliff there. Yeah. yeah. Matt's just, best guest ever. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Just a quick wow, wasn't expecting that out of the pot. Or <laughs> or even I think the best one would just be if you just said congrats. Which is no context. <laughs> that would also in the, in, in the middle of conversation, congrats. <laughs> 
just to get that way more people go all right now i gotta know and then everyone listens and then we don't have to be like kind of like you know avoiding it then it's just everyone knows at that point but it's way more fun if everyone finds out via the podcast if we're being honest here absolutely uh there is one more thing i would like i think was worthy of bringing up so you will enjoy it charlie but so evan had asked colin for my number and colin's like what do i do in this situation yeah like it really was a lose-lose for him in his mind where he either Gave it his number to me, and I'm just like, why is this random person texting me something very personal? Or it just yeah, accidentally outs me to the whole group without me intending that. That's so true. Colin yeah. had kind of just asked Brian like what he thought, not telling Brian, who very strongly said, oh, no, he's straight. So Brian was very wrong. So Brian, who, who on the contrary – has I think on like several different occasions been questioned as gay by like outside people. Charlie, you should also know that um, there was uh, another debate of how to put this podcast together was that we were going to do a power ranking of most likely to be gay. We felt like it was in poor taste, but the obvious answer would have been Matt would have been number one as an actual gay man. And then number two would have been Brian so that he would have once again been the second straightest gay man that anyone knew. And the first one was actually No, the, 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 the second the second <laughs> gay is straight man. Oh, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Well, Charlie um, will never forget that. Yeah. I, I, w- I will I will admit one last thing. Um, uh-huh. when, I, when my brain was turning as I was trying to yeah. figure this out, my heart was beating at roughly 4,000 beats a minute. <laughs> Because I was like, I, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I was like, I, I don't know what. And then John's like, I'm going to go get a beer. I'm like, I'm just here. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Which I do. Charlie, I'm sorry we put you on the spot. Um, no. I'm I, not that sorry, but. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm I'm totally fine with it. For one, I didn't incriminate myself in any way. Um, but yeah, like I said, that was. Uh, I don't want. I don't want my reaction to be construed as a negative reaction. I just didn't I just didn't want to punch Matt in the nose with a question no. that I thought they were leading on. No, I Charlie, I, I, I will agree with you because I, I told Matt this. When Matt told me, he, he texted me and I was at work and I got up from my desk and I just went into the bathroom and I just sat there quietly for like 30 seconds. So it was like, I need to think about my response here. This can't yeah. be a half-assed like... Yeah, uh, I, I procrastinated telling John until... The last possible moment. So I hit him with a message. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm. This is awkward, but I'm bisexual. Uh, I've been talking to Evan and he's coming over in an hour. <laughs> Matt hit me with a, a very good combo of punches, all one right after another. Yeah, that's. But yeah. But I give you something to think about instead of work. So. Oh, yeah. I, I You're Matt. Welcome. You probably texted me that at like four o'clock. I did not do anything even relative. I wasn't even really at my desk. I don't think for that last hour. I was just, I, I, I had other shit going on. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Good job, Matt. Great. Good job being, being, being you. <laughs> I can't believe, I believe, I believe, I believe the term is, I believe the term is living his best life, John. Living his truth. That, living his truth. I believe that is the term. That is that is used now. I know you got that from the other guy that came out. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he, he didn't come out to me. He just came out, and I was retroactively like, I know for a fact I've offended this guy at some point in my life. <laughs> I know for a fact I've offended him. Uh-huh. Uh, to clarify also, I am not like that. For one thing, I'm well, obviously I'm not offended. If I wouldn't be friends with our group if I was. No, you wouldn't but, have survived the uh, bachelor party, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna like live in the same life, really. <laughs> yeah, just just a little, little gayer. John's still the most feminine in this household. I mean, you know, someone's got to do it. Matt's a bear. We all knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we've beaten this dead horse enough. In in, in the the name of not doing poor taste, I will not quote the rest of that scene. (laughs) And which is another scene. The Always Sunny scene is what I thought you were referencing. It was not. Okay, Okay. so I'm even more glad that I didn't uh, (laughs) didn't quote the rest of the scene. It would have been... Not going to lie, the podcast may be coming up, Matt. The podcast came up Charlie as well, because... (laughs) I I think I handled myself pretty well. <laughs> Listen, Matt might be getting a gold medal in this podcast, but Charlie's discretion, that's a silver right there. That's a silver. High silver. One of those high silvers. You didn't even really have any anti-women comments other than the men go fast. Which, I mean, you know, that's kind of unfortunately. True. Yeah, it's completely irrefutable. It's just the times are faster. Yeah. Um. World's fastest man equals world's fastest human, if you want to be, like, specific about yes, it. Yes, that is true. Well, we think. We don't know. We haven't checked every human. I mean, you know. This is true. Um, okay. Uh, so we keep going, I guess. Everyone ready? Everyone John, got all John, J- John, your third round pick. My third round pick. Uh, tough act to follow. I'll, I'll admit that. Well, don't forget, you're, 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 fo- you're technically following archery and hammer throw, so it's not that hard to follow. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm really not. Technically, I am, but really, I'm not. <laughs> in, terms of a, terms of, in terms of a poll, you're only following archery and hammer throw. Yes. Yeah, when you see it written down, it will say archery and hammer throw. What it'll actually say is archery, hammer throw, Matt's gay, and then whatever I did. <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening here. Um... Well, I mean, no beating around the bush. Uh, we, I'm gonna go with uh, my third round pick. I'm gonna go with the uh, the steeple chase. That's uh, that's a good one. I leaned very heavily into the ridiculous events here, and I stand by that because the steeple chase is one of the most. It's incredibly done. It's literally just a regular race, and then it's like someone again decided that it was too easy, and they said, "Well, what if we add a hurdle in?" And then they went like, ah, we already do that in other races. That's kind of boring. They said, what if it's a really big hurdle and water? Yeah. Right after it. Only one of them has water, though. Yes, that's true. A series of big hurdles, and one of them has a pond behind it. A pond. That is, by the way, um, and I believe it's this way at the Olympics, it's in the track. Like, there's a little cutout that comes out of the track, and then they fucking fill it with water, and then they keep going. (laughs) Which is outrageous that every track, or, you know, high school tracks, obviously not, but every, like, professional track is built with a little pond built into it that they can just pop out at any given moment. It also seems like one of those things that should be an obscure sport that's only pops up in the Olympics, but you actually do this in high school. 
there are high school meets that do it. Um, it is a like professional college race, or not professional, like a college race that the NCAA is. There is a steeplechase national champion at every level. Um, it's insane. <laughs> it's, and it's also, it's one of those ones that I didn't have to look up, but I didn't remember, oh yeah, steeplechase. Steeplechase was like the second thing I thought of. When I thought of like Olympic events, I was like, this is, it's the most ridiculous there was, thing. There was actually one school in Dayton that whenever they hosted the event, they would put goldfish in the pond. That seems like a, something PETA would not like. Seems like I was going to say, it seems like PETA would be all over that. <laughs> that would like at least, I mean, I guess it depends on how many goldfish you're putting in there. But if you put like 10 goldfish in there, I'm imagining two at least are dead. Just spiked with a shoe. Well, spiked, like, obviously it's people. For those of you who haven't watched it, it's not like the hurdles, like the 110 hurdles or the 400 hurdles where, like, you essentially, you run over the hurdle. You're not, like, stopping and jumping over it. You you, you step over the hurdle, essentially, in regular hurdles. Yes, you don't jump over the hurdle. You hurdle the hurdle is what people who actually do it say. The... Steeplechase, it is so tall that the people essentially, they don't jump over it. They hop up. Essentially, they usually put like one foot on the top of the giant hurdle and then they jump down into the pond, which then splashes it around. So you got to imagine maybe another two are just flying out the sides just because it's just it's splashing everywhere. Like there's no way one of them isn't just getting yeeted onto the grass. And I don't you know, maybe someone's maybe someone's on goldfish duty. I don't know. But I'm, I'm upping my guess to four out of every ten goldfish die in the course of that event. Did, wait, Matt, have you ever run it before? I have not. Okay. No. I have not either. But it was one of those things where, like, everyone always wanted to. Similar to race walking, actually. Everyone always was like, that is something that I would just try to do if I was able to. Yeah. Like, that's a ridiculous thing to be able to do. Um. All right, I've got I've got my last two. And uh, so I'll pick the one John just mentioned. I'm going to go with the 50 kilometer race walk. Oh, yeah. Um, Also, people forget we're using that as to decide the draft order. Um, It's also a male only event. It's also a male only event. For that distance, at least. That distance. Women do the women and men compete in the 20 kilometer. (coughs) Excuse me. More of a race, uh, a sprint walk, if you will. So I uh, I watched uh, part of the replay. I didn't watch the whole thing because it's you no. Know, I'm not going to watch 30 miles of power walking. <laughs> but I watched the replay, part of the replay from Rio, and this is how the race walk event works. So as you imagine, is it's not like the marathon. It's it's like a set like sort of track where they do laps. So it's like out in the street, but it's it's like they do laps of it. They don't just do like one big course for 30 miles. Yeah. Um, so they all start together and they go. And obviously the rule that distinguishes race walking from running is that at one point in time, um, so your one foot has to be on the ground at all times. So you can't, there's no like striding where you have both feet in the air. The way that's enforced is there are a series of officials posted throughout the course that are watching, I guess the hundreds of some odd people that are doing this at one time do it. And if they see a violation or they want to give you a warning, they have essentially a ping pong paddle and they run out in the street and like hold the paddle in front of your face to inform you that you've been, you're either getting a warning or a penalty for taking both feet off the ground. 
Wait, what is the – is there like a penalty lap system or like what is the uh, – So from what I understand, it's um, three major penalties and you're you're out. Okay. Like you're I disqualified. See. So that's so – they're, they're either issuing you a warning or they're issuing you like a, like a like an infraction penalty. And they hold basically – they have to run out so they got to know who you're giving it to. So they literally run into like the middle of the street and like hold the panel in front of your face and they run back. <laughs> But like one guy, one guy tripped and fell. And it's not like running where like you can like get back up and run a little faster. It's got a power walk back into the race. He's just like, yeah. I mean, it's it's very funny to watch. It's one of the more absurd. It's one of the things where you wonder like, why is this separate than just the marathon? Like the marathon is an <laughs> Olympic event. Why is race walking separate? They do the ten thousand meters. They do the marathon. They do, I think. 15,000 meter races of the Olympics. Why is race walking have its own distinction as a sport? Um, and it's just ridiculous. It is. I also like, so I, Charlie, similar to you, when, when we decided that that's how we were determining draft order, I started looking up my guy and I was reading through all of like the breakdown. And apparently people will just stop in the middle of races. They will periodically, like it's, it's similar to a marathon in that like people will just stop like get some water, catch their breath for a little bit, and th- like they'll make a pit stop and keep going, which is ridiculous. Yeah, like they will just apparently this is so brutal in your body that people do not just do it the whole way through; they have to stop periodically. Yeah, which is incredible, honestly, and not something I expected out of race walking. Nobody uh, expected that race walking. I have to assume you like wanted to be like a regular. Distance runner. Like I assume marathon. you're just a, you're just a shitty distance runner. Yeah. So I'm not I, I'm not great at running. I'm, I'm gonna try walking. Yeah, and you do it once, and you're like, oh, I won that. Maybe let's just keep Maybe doing. No this. one else reasonably does this. Exactly. That's gotta be it. It's like that one guy who said that he won. Um, the badminton dude. The badminton dude yes. from. Uh, he's from. Not Cuba. Maybe it's Cuba. No, it is Cuba. Actually, okay. maybe. Where he's like, yeah, it's big football down here. I wasn't that good at football. I figured if I did a different sport that well, guys, people did, I have a better shot at getting the Olympics. Picked up badminton. I mean. The world yeah. record for the 50-kilometer race walk, which, again, is 31 miles. It's three and a half hours. Yes. But you have to think about, again, remember that if anyone. That's, that's marginally farther than the marathon, like, records. Yeah, like, exactly. That's the thing. If any one of us trained for many months and ran a marathon, we would probably lose to a guy race walking the exact same distance. Yeah. <laughs> like they race walk like seven and a half minute miles. Yeah, which it's is it, it significantly it's just, faster than I run a mile. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just what's your best mile time, John? Oh my bet! I don't know what my best is, but like I mean, like right now, if I ran a mile against a guy walking, he would beat me. 650 is my best mile time. Um, five I, minutes, Charlie. I think my best is... You ran, you ran one in five minutes? That's, that's yeah. I was never I, I was never good at running. Even when we have to run for our practices, I would always be like the last one that coach would yell at me. If I remember correctly, I think my best was six, but I didn't run it by myself. I had like cross-country kids with me, and they were running a six-minute mile, and I just joined them. So I didn't have to concentrate on anything. I just followed them around a track for four laps. That was That was all that happened. 
Um, so yeah, so that's my my third rub. That's three. Yeah, what's four? My three? final pick. I'm going with a new sport, and I'm going to go with three x three basketball. It's pretty fun. Not too. not three on three, three x three, and this one makes no sense to me because regular basketball is in the Olympics. Like FIBA is a, has a world championships every year. Like it's a very large organization, and they're like, you know what the Olympics is missing? The three on three game. Like half court, half court. Uh, And it has, you know, they, but it has similar rules. You got to bring it out to three point line when you get a rebound. Like it has, it has pickup basketball rules. And when I was, I was watching some of it, they're talking about in like Asia, half court basketball courts are, I guess, very common in like parks. They'll build a bunch of those. And so I guess, I guess the three X three game is very popular in like Eastern Asia. I mean, it makes sense because it is, like, more, you know, space efficient, obviously. It is, like, let's be honest, what probably mostly gets played in, like, basketball courts across the country anyway. Yeah. People just do three on three, and then they just play half court because no one wants to run the whole court. But, like, so it makes sense. It is just, to your point, outrageous that they said, we're just going to take basketball and we're going to do the exact same sport, just a little bit smaller in every they, facet. They basically said we're playing schoolyard pickup in the Olympics. That's, yes. that's what, essentially what happened. And I am so mad that we did not create a three-on-three team with, like, Kevin Durant, Bam Adebayo, and, like... No, no, no. See, I disagree. Why did we not go to the big three and have a team of, like, Ben Wallace, uh, <laughs> like, Tayshawn Prince... And like Nate Robinson, like get some guys out of that league. Like that's a good point. <laughs> they're See, playing three on three already. Like they're ready to go. It would have been so fun to like do like the Lob City era Clippers and just have it be Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin. And it's they didn't take any jump shots. The only no. shots that got scored were alley oops. That was all that they did. That would have been incredible if we were I, just. I'm so pissed that our. Um, Three on th- how did also how did how did the men's three on three team not make the Olympics? The women either have one or are going to win the gold medal. The U.S. Yeah. men's team just didn't qualify for the Olympics. Like, how is that yeah. possible? It does not make a lot of sense. The only thing that makes sense is that the qualifying was like none of the NBA guys were like, "I'm not signing up for that." Even though to me, if I was an NBA player, that's way more fun than just doing the regular sport that you do just against like European guys. Like, to be able to do, like, all right, yeah, like, this is a different thing. It's three on three. It's kind of weird. And, like, let's see what you can do when you don't have to run the whole court would be way more fun. Yeah. Which is why, again, I think, yeah, we should have put all of our effort into that. We should have had Dame just, like, every time the ball gets out, he just runs as far as he can while still being in bounds, and they just throw the ball too many shoes. Or get, like, like put like put LeBron weighted mellow on the three on three team. Like... I mean, yeah, just whatever big three that we have active, which mm-hmm. at this point would be Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, and uh, James Harden. And just James see Harden. what they could do. Blake, Blake Griffin's the sub. He is a sub. Um, but I also I like love, that. too, that, that it's not three-on-three. Three, it's specifically 3x3. Three three, only referred to as 3x3 three three in the broadcast. <laughs> 
Do they say three by three if they're pronounced? No, it? it's they say three x three on the broadcast. That's weird as shit. I don't like that. That scares me. Like literally, they're like the three x three games developing all over the world. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is just pick up basketball. It's developed. It really it's, al- it's already been developed. It's it's there. It's already, it has existed for a very long time. <laughs> um, that's a good pick, though, Chuck. I, I, I have enjoyed that one. Um, all right. For my fourth pick, I am between a legitimate pick and a, a weird pick, but I'm going to go with a weird pick. I'm going to go with handball because – I love that the sport that literally everyone played during gym class in like middle school is a major Olympic sport <laughs> that we like actually give out like medals for. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. That's one of those ones where like, you know how everyone always has that idea of like, oh, like if we put like LeBron at goalie, like we would have the best soccer team ever. No, if we just took all of our good athletes and put them into a handball game, we would win instantly. So, uh, Jay Cutler. Um, was on part of my take, and he's all in on like that concept with handball. He's like, if we get just a collection of athletes together, like we should win the handball gold medal. And it really, really angered the handball community. <laughs> so part of my take had a guy that plays handball like professionally on, and they're like, so like, what do you think about about Jay? And they're like, he's like, well, you don't understand. It's more than just running. There is like a strategy and like a lot that goes into handball. And, uh, but they're like, but seriously, how long would it take a professional like football player quarterback to be like really good at handball? And the guy goes about six months. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. so it's one of those things where it's like, it's, it's in the same realm as badminton, where it's like the only thing that separates a regular Joe from an Olympic athlete is just time and like resources to train. But like, that's like literally if we could just form a pipeline of NBA and NFL players and honestly like professional soccer players, whenever they like retire, but they're still like in their like late twenties, early thirties, just form a pipeline into the handball community. They'd be just be perfect. That's just, that's everything that we need. We don't need them to be in their prime. Think about a, uh, a handball team of like Jay Cutler, like Cam Newton, yeah, like, like uh, Rand- Car- Brandon Marshall, Car- Cardell Jones, Brandon Whedon, guys are just absolute cannons that just aren't <laughs> that good at football anymore. Like, well, that's the thing. He that guy can say there's a strategy to it all he wants, but if I have like just like okay, so I'm just gonna put Patrick Mahomes and like Tyreek Hill on my team, and they're just gonna run. Deep balls. Like, 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 you're, like you're going to tell me Cam Newton's not going to be the best handball player on the court <laughs> if I teach him how to play handball? Like, Yeah, once he learns. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's where it's just – it's incredible to me that we're not better at it. But mostly it's just ridiculous to me that there are two times that I ever hear about handball, and it's it was middle school gym class and the fucking Olympic Games. There's no yep. limit. Yep. That's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, for that reason – yeah. All right, Matt, give us so your... So I will be rounding one. out my four with women's floor exercise gymnastics. Okay, so the floor routine? Yes. Which is just... Go on a bouncy mat and show us what you can do, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, essentially. 
and and kind of dance along the way. <laughs> right. But also pretty fun to watch. Oh, it, it is. And, so, and so the um the so the in gymnastics, the men and women, they both do floor and they both do the vault. And I think that's split towards which one's better. I think the women's floor exercise is way better than the men's. Yeah. But the men's vault is way better than the women's. Only because the vault is higher. So they get that much higher in the air. So they do like yeah. 18 more spins and another flip. And it's just awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think the women, I mean, it's just like some of those tumbling passes are just very impressive to watch from the from the women. Um, oh, they are. And, and to your point, I mean, they're on a bouncy mat. Yes. But yeah. like the height that they achieve, despite being... All these girls are like five feet tall, and their verticals on that mat easily exceed most human beings. On and the it's easy to watch it and just forget that they're on a bouncy mat. So you just oh, see yes. people doing very insane human feats. But just yeah, could you get close to it if you were on a bouncy mat? I have no idea. I've never been on one, but it looks cool as shit. I I also like how like the, so they do the tumbling passes, they have the flips and spins and whatnot. And then the men's four exercises, they do the thing where they get on the ground, they like spin their legs around like they're break dancing almost. Yeah, they, the men do that. The women do that thing where they'll go on one foot and they'll just spin around in a circle like they're figure skating for like a couple turns. And that's like that's their move for that like it's just like part. a random thing, like you just have to do this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It checks a box for the judges. That yeah. is also They spot on one foot. That is a prime uh it's similar to figure skating. Uh point where you get to hear the judges go oh the judges aren't gonna like that yeah, yeah. as this person's doing an inhumanly athletic thing the judges go like that was fucking now terrible. it said they, they they do the one foot crouch spin on the floor exercise and on the balance beam way more impressive on the balance beam than on the floor absolutely. exercise yeah you know oh absolutely well the balance beam just in general yeah because the balance beam it is incredible and it's nice that people do fall off during the balance beam like, while they're doing it at the Olympics. Cause it reminds you like, Oh yeah, no, it's very easy to fall off of this fucking yeah. six inch wide plank. Yeah. Um, balance beams, a good segue into honorable mentions. Um, yes. So Charlie, did you want to do what you were saying, which was two ones that you want to be in? So, so I have, I have two groups of honorable mentions. One is actual Olympic events that are honorable mentions. And then another one is that not Olympic events that I think should be Olympic events. Okay. Um, and I'll explain why. Let's so I'll start, we'll, I'll start, yeah. I'll do the, the actual Olympic ones first. We'll so John, ones first. I like John that. brought up balance beam. So I'll go with yeah. that as one because, um, it's fun that you, uh, get to uh, like listen to that. Everybody explains every year how thin the balance beam actually is. And they always use your iPhone as the example. Like turn your iPhone on its side. That's how wide the balance beam is. You know, it's always fun to see like, all right, again, we all know how wide it is, but let's hear it again. It's not very wide. Yeah. Um, There's that. Uh, Beach volleyball, specifically women's for two reasons. I brought this up a while, like last week or a couple days ago where I love the description of they talk about the story of the sand, where the sand came from, how it's maintained, and as Garrison explained, uh, there's a literal ass on the screen as they're just they are required to wear bikinis while they play beach yes, volleyball. That is true. There was a thing recently where a women's college team attempted to wear regular shorts, and the NCAA said no. Yeah, <laughs> which is incredible. Yeah. Charlie has been better behaved tonight than the NCAA. That is true. That's true. Very. That very should true. be noted. Um, I will throw the men's eight for rowing. 
in my honorable mentions only because it's 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 in the same realm in the rowing community as the 100-meter dash is for track and field. What I mean by that is that the winner of the 100-meter dash is the world's fastest man, world's fastest human. Whatever country wins the men's eight is considered the best country at rowing at that time, at that point in time. So there are other events. So, like, for example, New Zealand won the men's eight. Great Britain could have won every other event in rowing at the Olympics, but New Zealand is the best country at rowing at this point in time. Like that's how the rowing community looks at that race. So it, it has it has major stakes like that. And I, having done the sport myself, I, I find it very entertaining and fun. Oh, too. I didn't know that. Fun to watch, yeah. <laughs> and the last actual Olympic event that I'll throw out there is water polo, only because water polo, like clockwork, whenever the Olympics come up, people are like, you know, you people forget. Water polo is actually probably the hardest sport to compete in in the, all of the Olympics. Yeah, but that, that that's every year that comes every time that comes up where it's like people forget how hard water polo is and, and how it, it is how the average person would probably just drown in the middle of the second quarter. Yes, yeah, no, I absolutely you, you forget that there's no like all right, I'm just gonna stand here on the side for a second. No, like no, they're treading water the entire time and they're kicking themselves up to waist height. I I had a friend. Um, and her brother did water polo like like at a club rec level, like while he was in college. And she said that like the very very serious men's players, because it's kind of a thing where like you're not supposed to be able to kick people, but like what happens under the water kind of you know kind of goes. It's like the bottom of the pile in football. Yeah, yeah. guys will sharpen the nails on their toes to like a oh. point. To like kick people, like and claw at them with their feet. Ah, oh. so I guess that happens in water polo as well. Sure. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I guess. And also, the USA women's water polo team has an absolute brick wall in goal. <laughs> she makes some incredible saves. I can see it. It's also one of those sports that's fun where the announcers have to explain every single rule to you during the Olympics because nobody watches it. You know, no nobody knows any of the rules. So they, 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 they have to explain not only what's happening play by play, but also every rule and why certain things have happened. That's fair. That, that, that's it for my Olympic honorable mentions. Matt, did you have any? Sure. Uh, I was going to say the men's or women's 400 or any of the hurdles, but especially the 400 meter hurdle. Because I, I think it's just it's hard enough to sprint a four hundred meters, but I'm gonna make you step and jump over these things along the way. It's one of the most painful. Like, and I, I've assistance. always been impressed with the hurdles, just watching the their heads barely move up and down. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. it's always been impressive. My other one was uh, synchronized springboard diving. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Mainly beat the platform diving out for me just because of the noise the springboard makes every time. <laughs> Takes me back to summers of the pool, but just be, twisting in the air and doing all these things and having to do it at the same time as, as someone the else. Next guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. While I know if I did that, I'd do one flip over and smack my back and not oh yeah, for a day. You'd, yeah, you get knocked out probably potentially yeah. in the water. Yeah, but those are my two. Okay. Um. I had a few. Um, so I had the one that I was debating taking was uh, the beautiful game, football. Um, 
football, if you will. Football. Uh, football, if you because it's literally legitimately just every two years we either get the World Cup or the Olympics. And the Olympics is just like World Cup light. Like none of the players care as much, but it's still very like they they go for it still. Like mm-hmm. so that's pretty fun. On on the women's side. That's yes. the men's side, they don't care about the Olympics at all. No, like. the men's side they care less. They still care a little bit. Like it's there's still some pride there. But the women's side, yeah, they go the women's like one. It, it's basically that. another World Cup in the women's on the women's side. Yes. Like, it, it, it has that same level of like respect. Well, yeah, because the Women's World Cup isn't as televised as the men's, but I think the women's soccer in the Olympics is very, like, well Yeah, it's very, yeah. Um, uh, in a similar vein, uh, a new sport this uh, this year of uh, futsal, which is just indoor soccer that they're apparently doing, which I wasn't aware of before today. It's just indoor soccer. It's on like a little turf field, and it's just it's a smaller ball. It's what middle aged people do for fun around here. It, that's the thing, but it's an Olympic sport, which I think is quite fun. Hmm. Um, I also took uh, speed skating purely because the name Apollo Ono is somehow still in my head, despite the fact yeah. that I don't give a shit about speed skating. But it is kind of fun. They go around real fast. Like <laughs> that's pretty mm-hmm. really entertaining. Um, in the same vein, hockey, uh, ice hockey. Yes. Only because it's big enough deal where the NHL actually takes a break Just so, so the players can play in the Olympics. Yes. And it's also more fun because, yeah, in the Olympics, like, or in hockey specifically, there is a big, like, dispersion of players. Like, there's a lot of different countries involved in the NHL. So you do see a lot more names you recognize. Yeah. Than, like basketball, where it's like, you know everyone in the USA, and you might know, like, one guy on every other team. Yeah. Which is a little more boring. And uh, it's just because it's just because just they play in the NBA. Play, yeah, happen exactly. to play in the, yeah. They play in America. That's the only reason why you know them. Um, and then my last one, Chuck, I also have a homer pick of the uh, the triple jump, which I don't know if you guys are aware. Also a ridiculous this, sport. A, a very dumb, a, a very dumb, like weird event. So weird. I they get already it. have they already have the long jump. They like, do why do they have the tri- why do they have to have the triple jump as well? Because the distances are so much further. And I looked it up, Charlie, because I was like, "There's got to be a reason for this. Like, there's got to be a reason." And the reason is essentially just that when they were trying to recreate the modern Olympic Games based on the ancient Olympic Games, there were jumps that were like said to be 15 meters long, and they were like, "Well, there's no fucking way that someone did that just like running up and jumping once. Like, that's fucking impossible." So they were like, there had to have been multiple jumps involved. So then they came up with the triple jump. Why it has to be two jumps on one leg and one jump on the other, I have absolutely no idea. I will say it was quite fun. And uh, if you haven't, I would watch the world record jump because when you do it really, really well, it looks like you're actually flying. Okay. Like I will, I will make sure to do that. It's a guy named Jonathan Edwards has the world record. He's just this like kind of like regular looking British dude, but he jumped 60 feet. It's ridiculous. And it looked like he's skipping across water. It's, it's quite impressive. Um, okay. Now we'll do the, the other honorable mentions of, uh, games you, you want in the Olympics, but do not currently exist. Yeah. So a couple easy ones. Um, darts. I'm surprised. I'm surprised darts isn't in considering badminton and some of the other shit is in. I'm surprised yeah. darts isn't in. It's all um, drinking games, yeah. Um, billiards. Okay. Snooker. It could be snooker or eight ball, depending on yeah. what you what you, what you want to play. Um, and then I have 
American football, which is a big because like obviously we're the only country that plays it, so like no other country can compete with us. But no, we don't send that our like our pros would never play because there's no money in the Olympics. But like, can you imagine like a college all star team of like yeah? What, it, so it'd be like guys like like basically XFL guys like Cardale. Yeah. Or like, you know, yeah. Garrett, the Garrett Gilberts, the Cardales, the the Trent Richardson would probably be on the team somehow, you know. Yeah, be blown out like first round draft picks and like, yeah, like just washed college players. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I have any of the strong man or strong woman competitions. So like the Atlas Stone, the Atlas Keg Toss, sweet. The, the, the Keg Toss, um, the uh, the Hercules thing where they like hold the pillars up for as long as they can. Yeah. And then some stuff out of the Scottish Highland Games, mainly the log rolling competition. I had the, the log roll. And and the the where they have to just throw a basically a uh, a telephone pole as far as they can. That Charlie, that event. I I don't know the name of that, but I literally have written down here the thing where they roll a barrel down a hill. Which is the, the log rolling thing? That's yeah. that's what I want. Or wait, no, is that the one where they're balancing on the log? That's that, that's where they're where they're uh, balancing on it over water, and they have to like try to knock the other guy off. I'm thinking of a totally different thing, then. Okay, I'll, we'll get to mine later, then. Matt, uh, do you Matt. have any uh, non-Olympic okay. sports? Sure, I have competitive eating. Ooh. Oh, that's a yeah. That's. Uh, back to your. Summer days of the pool, a greased watermelon. What? What is that? I, I, I've heard of that before. Is it you like you toss a greased watermelon into the you pool? Cover a watermelon with Vaseline and you throw it into the pool. Okay. And then you're supposed to get it out. <laughs> and you're just drowning on top of people trying to <laughs> get this thing out. <laughs> and you end up just covered in Vaseline. Sure. Yeah. That's, does that's uh does the watermelon float? Yes. Okay, so you put it at the same depth as the water polo, in the same arena as the water polo. Yes. Um, game, and then it's just that, it's just like yeah. <laughs> and then if if you win, you just get a watermelon. You get a you win. You uh, get a watermelon. Then the other one's more for our group. Uh, obviously, beer ball. That would be an interesting. One. Uh, the beer mile or triathlon, as we did, uh, or. The 24-18-12-6 challenge. <laughs> the best part about that one is, it, is you have to have a ref similar to like the NBA three-point contest where the, the ref has to stand there and signal anytime a, a three-point attempt is made. Yeah. You, know. you have to have a ref there and upon – ejaculation, he had to put his hand up being like, we have a clean one, you know, like <laughs> we got one. We got also, um, it'd be interesting to see what the peak of human performance is in that. Cause the Olympics do bring that out. Like somebody yeah. for the gold medal, someone will give you the world record in that. I'd be really fun to listen to the announcers have to speculate on the, how successful a strategy is going to be. Yeah. yeah, like, also, like, there'd be an interesting rules variation on, like, um, are they allowed any additional, like, materials? Are they allowed to bring magazines into the room with them? Or are they, do they have to go just, just only their imagination? That's it. 
Um, and also on TV, I, I, what you do on TV is you'd bring them into some sort of like almost phone booth. Oh yes, and, and you you can only see their head, so you know that they're in there. <laughs> and then <laughs> after the event, they cut to the cleaning crew like going in, and yeah, those poor poor people. Um, um, but my one one thing I thought of too it was the the four hundred IM Matt's first overall pick, but you get to pick the order of the of whatever you do the strokes in. You get to pick your order. That would be kind of interesting. New level of strategy. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know that you couldn't do that until just now. So No, it's, it's a set order. There you go. Yeah. Although the, un, the one fun fact about the 400 IM is the freestyle you can, is technically whatever stroke you want. It just does front crawl, which makes it synonymous with freestyle. Yeah. But if you want to just do... If you were just really incredible end, butterfly, yeah. You're allowed to. You could do that. That'd be kind of actually you can actually just swim whatever the hell you want yeah do a little doggy paddle i think brian brian says about the like the only like way you can get disqualified during a freestyle race is like changing the stroke you're doing or staying underwater for too long yeah well or like i mean you could touch and push off the bottom if you wanted to or yeah pull on the lane line uh attack the person next to you i think so brian was wrong um but yeah, I mean that would be that would actually be a really fun like opportunity for somebody to just dance on the rest of the field if they were up long enough and they just go into like a really casual backstroke during the freestyle and they're just to like just be like fuck you guys you still can't catch me. Matt, you'll know the answer to this more so than John or I will. How fast is backstroke or butterfly compared to the front crawl? Is it like substantially slower or is it? It's slower. I've never met anyone that would ever consider not doing freestyle. I can't, I don't, I'm, I did not, I was not good at either of those strokes. So I can't think of a time off the top of my head, but they were significantly slower. Butterfly is probably closer, but it's so taxing on your body that it's just not efficient. Interesting. It's a lot of upper body movement. Okay. Makes sense. Um. Okay. Well, were, were those all of yours, Matt? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I only have four. My first two were golf themed. Number one is uh mini golf because I think that it'd be really fun to watch like the best like golfers in the world actually like. And also, I think it'd be really fun to watch like an actual like golf course architect design a mini golf course that was <laughs> challenging to like professional golfers. It'd probably be nuts. Well, no. I, I, there, you, like you, you get there's professional mini golf players. Like you, you, you get yeah. these dudes that come out of the woodwork and are like, I'm a professional mini golfer. Yeah, and they'd just be hitting it right through that fucking windmill every single time, and they'd be unstoppable. That's there's a difference there. So somebody told me that, that there's a difference between mini golf and putt putt. Is there? Apparently, those are two different things. And I guess mini golf is there's no um, like obstacles like the windmill or things where there's like chance like i guess at mini golf like your line to the hole is technically like unobstructed whereas putt putt you have to hit it like through the loop-de-loop or like right. you know into a hole and hope that it goes through the right hole to get out of the out of the thing like i guess so there's a difference there like there's just like a big triangle right in the middle of it and you have to like hit it at yes. the right angle around it okay correct yeah that would still be fun yes very, um, very much so 
Disc golf was my other one because those guys I've seen. I'm actually surprised Dick, disc golf was ones where it's like it might as well be in the Olympics already. Yeah, I think like there are guys who are really good at it, and like it would actually be very fun to like watch it for the Olympics because these guys do absolutely ridiculous things with like their they're not frisbees because frisbee is a trademark term, but they're discs. Um, another one that uh, doesn't exist but I think should would be uh, water sliding. Uh, and it's essentially it would just be a um, a summer version of the skeleton. So like you would just essentially have guys just going down as fast as they can down these fucking crazy water slides and seeing who can do it the fastest. That's that's a good one. That's very good. I, I think that that would be fantastic. And then my last one, as I discussed before, would be that um, I think it's in England where they essentially they roll a log down the uh, really steep hill and like fifty drunk guys just attempt to race this log down a hill. And um, everyone winds up falling over because it's so steep and everyone's hammered. So that's yeah. the other one that I think should be. Uh, last one I thought of is um, some sort of NASCAR Formula One auto racing. Formula One is an interesting one that that's not involved. But I guess it's just because the money that goes into Formula One, like a country would never sink into it maybe. But yeah. Because like, it's not like like, 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 like USA Racing is not going to put more money in than like Mercedes-Benz puts into exactly. their team. Well, yeah, and it's not like like the Tour de France, I guess, would be the obvious comparison of like, you know, you still have your bike or whatever, but like a nice road bike is like however many thousands of dollars, not the millions of dollars of R&D that yeah, BMW sinks into making their car faster. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that's it. Well, let's go through all of our choices in order. Um Matt, did you have yours written down, or I wrote them? Down? I, I have them. I have them all written down in the order they were picked. Well. Okay. So this is you, you right. can read yours off, Matt. So, I was the men's four hundred individual medley, men's archery with with, with a major announcement in there <laughs> with the caveat. Although for Charlie, the announcement came after my third pick, which is it, the women's it's true. Blow. That is true. And then the last one is the women's. For exercise, yes, that is correct. And then I had I had the biathlon, the uh, the gymnastics rings, uh, the steeplechase, and handball. And I finished with the hundred meter dash, the modern pentathlon, the fifty kilometer race walk, and three x three basketball. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. I think that's going to about do it for us. Uh, Matt, do you have any parting thoughts? It was just thrilling to make Charlie uncomfortable. (laughs) I wasn't uncomfortable. I was just... I can't think of a different word besides uncomfortable, but... (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I, 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 I was completely shocked to where I didn't know how to respond. I think I flabbergasted is the correct word. I think that's probably a good, um, a good way to put it. Well, Ch- Charlie, do you have any any final thoughts to share with the group before we uh, we head out? Only thing more from a business standpoint is um, if anybody cares, the uh, race walk competition, and for for and for to make sure everybody's aware, we're doing the. 50 kilometer men's race walk. It's not misogynistic and or gay. Only the men compete at that distance. 
But that is that event is scheduled to take place this Friday at four thirty our Eastern Standard Time. Um, yes, it's at. Starts at like five thirty a.m. local time the next day or whatever. But so it's that. So it, it is possible to watch. We'll know the results. I'm guessing in the ballpark of about by, probably by ten o'clock, we'll know all the results. Um, don't expect an announcement from me until I, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday at the earliest. I will attempt um, to be watching the entire thing here for those in Columbus. Um, whether I actually stick it out and have the attention span to watch the entire thing is very debatable. Uh, well, it's not during the work hours. That's true, yeah, which is where I do most of my right. procrastinating. Um, so yeah, we'll see, I guess. Yeah, we'll, we will eventually have the results compiled. So so at some point in the weekend, over the weekend, I'll, I'll figure out what the hell the draft order is. I'll send that out. And then um, I guess the next thing after that would be after we know the draft order, we can start um, declaring keepers. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a similar thing um, to last time where you can you can either just send it to me and I will make a note of it or put it in the group chat. And then once I have all 10 keepers, I will release that list to everybody. I will release the, what, the, what the draft looks like at that time. And everybody can start to strategize the draft from there. And then the draft will be Labor Day weekend is always I have to look to see how the schedule looks now because there's only three preseason games, what that yeah. looks like. Typically the draft has been like Labor Day weekend over that time of the three day week. I don't know if it's gonna have to be earlier this year, like that first week of or that last week of August or something. Yeah. But uh we'll see. I'll figure that out once I, once we know what the keepers are, we can figure that all out. And it'll be um, over Zoom again, like it was uh, last year. And uh, Colin will have to pick a theme. And Colin has the option of picking a theme. Uh, I will say, Alex's theme was had an incredible participation rate last year. Shockingly, in the outside of, I think my mobster theme, we were in person. Alex's. Uh, Roman gladiator or ancient Greek, whatever the hell the theme ended up being. I think it's ancient Greece, yeah. Had um ninety nine percent participation over Zoom. So that's pretty it impressive. Did. Including like sheet has never been the same after Zach sweated through it. Straight through it. It was honestly very disgusting in the moment, but you know, what are you gonna do? Um Okay. Well yeah. Gentlemen, thank you all for joining us this evening for Matt's big day. Um and also Surprise. Uh, also a uh, Mount I, 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 John, I said, I, I usually compliment you on your caption work when you go to write the descriptions in the thing. This is going to take a big effort. It's going to, it's going to need to be a big effort out of your part to get this caption correct. So I have to put, just, to just blindside yeah. people. So I think what I'm going to attempt to do is now that you've made your suggestions, I think I'm going to put like, try to put at least one really, really well buried innuendo. To the point that it was like, like no one would notice it on the first read through. Someone would just think that I'm making some weird turn of phrase, and then after listening to the podcast, they'd be like, "Oh shit, that's what I'm gonna go for." We'll I I also I also wonder how when when you when you put the audio together, how the initial thing sounds, because I was, so I was talking at the exact same time Matt said 
the arrow. Can you lower his volume for that part? The, um, like, yeah, you can cut it and lower my, my specific volume. So here's the issue is that because we're not on headphones, you are, so it doesn't matter. But when you are talking, the microphone will instinctively cut out your audio like from the mics that it's picking up. But what generally winds up happening is that it tends to cut our audio as well. Like it just dims down like really low to like avoid having some sort of weird chain reaction echo thing going on. So there's a chance that you couldn't really hear us much at all, but we'll see. Because from my perspective, Matt said the the arrow thing and John turned and I was talking the entire time. You were, yes. Um, and so I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if, the, if that announcement will come through. And if people are going to sit there for a couple minutes and be like, are they just not going to address what <laughs> what that statement was? Like, was what? Or did I just hear that correctly? Like, I mean, all right. Part of my ideal situation was that you'd hear it, and then part of me thought you would text John, like if we just breeze through it. Like, should I have known this? <laughs> so been fantastic. We were. I think both of us were kind of thinking, like, did that? Did you not hear it, or were you talking about that? No, because because when you were like. Did you do you want to like address something? I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I don't know what you what you what you had said that I would want to address. So, I, and I was serious when I said I wasn't just like in this on. Um. Okay, but yeah. So for those of you listening, um, who now know the secret, uh, drop a quick wow or something along those lines in the chat. The the appropriate responses are wow. Damn or congrats with no context or follow-up messages behind them. Yes. Don't tag Matt either. Just just no. those messages. Uh maybe a period. Um okay. Well And uh, and people forget Matt is only in the Boa's Life group chat. He's not in that is um, true. The fantasy football one, so don't put it in the fantasy football one. Yeah. Or, or do. I think it'd be kind of funny to send congrats into a group do. chat that Matt's not in. <laughs> We've been known to have full conversations about somebody else in the one group chat they're not in, or create yeah. one for that purpose. Ergo, impeaching John. Um, um, yeah, that that did happen. Um, all right. Well, um, really, we're close to being back into regular podcast time, so in all likelihood, check back here for Charlie and I's preseason pod. I guess we we can address that right quick. We'll do a preseason one, and we'll do some sort of. Uh, like, I don't know if we'll do a pre-draft and a post-draft before. We'll do some sort of pre-season one, and then we'll probably do something similar to what we did last year. I think, I mean, that's fine with John, where on like ex- weeks where I'm particularly busy, we'll do a newsletter or just a, yeah. a quick release of some kind, and then we'll do an occasional full episode on, on lighter weeks in my yes. schedule. It will. It'll jump back and forth. Um, but, yeah, we will definitely do a podcast at least at the beginning of the year. Uh, So check back here for that. But until then, peace. Matt, you want to say anything? I think I said everything I needed to.